uh, we have local government administrations uh, that share the windy uh, ecosystem. We have Kanungu as a district where we have some habitual regular groups. We have Kisora as a district where we also have some habitual regular groups. And Kabale as a district did not have any habitual group. On the political side, it's actually a, a little bit debatable. You have to, to look out uh, for the views, which views, who have more of, of, of a strong case. For example, Kanungu has three habituated groups, but they still need more. Soro has one group, and this group uh, they feel is not sufficient because largely the permits out of the eight permits that are for the Nkuringo group, six of them have been tied to a local, uh, a, a local, a local company of the communities surrounding the park of Rubuguri and Teko. Therefore, that means the rest of Soro district is left with only two permits. They would wish to have another group and have more permits that would make them eight possible ten visitors that would be coming and that would make business sense for their communities who have hotels and similar hospitality services. But Kabari, which has had no habituated group and also has a, a relatively bigger portion of the park, certainly would have a stronger case to put across, such that they also benefit from the, the, the from gorilla tourism within their communities. The people of Kabara and Tsoro, through their local councils, they are trying to negotiate for habituated groups in their districts because they know that they are going to benefit. I like in Kabale, they don't have any. So the district council is really urging Uwa, Uganda Wildlife Authority, to habituate one group in Kabale so that they also benefit from the trickle down of benefits from tourists. So their councils are really putting in efforts to lobby Uganda Wildlife Authority to make sure they habituate the groups in their respective districts.